welcome to the Carolina Snowflakes podcast, where two Southerners come to terms with their liberal snowflake tendencies. We're your hosts. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jason. And we're here with this week's episode of the Carolina Snowflakes podcast. This episode's called Q Spotting. Woo! Yeah. Uh, So we're going to (laughs) catch up with our old pal Q in this episode. Uh, It's been about six months since we talked about about Q and the goings-on of QAnon, so I figured it was time for an update. Also, it was kind of inspired by a, a story that happened to me this week. It was what happened to us this it, week, yeah, actually. Yeah, we, we were involved. So I would like to tell a tale. So at my job, I do a lot of uh, stickers on vehicles. I make vehicles for work. Um, so if a you know a construction company or something needs to have all their logos on the side of a pickup truck for their job site truck, I would be the person who puts the stickers on. That's what I do for a living. And we had a guy bring in a truck for a, a company um, that had a sticker on the back windshield already that had the Roman numeral three with a bunch of stars around it. Have you seen this symbol? Obviously, now you have. Well, yeah, you sent me a picture of it and you said something like, my God, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm, they're everywhere. Now, I, I don't know if, if you're out there listening, if you've seen this symbol, but it's it's everywhere. It's the Roman numeral three and a circle full of stars. And what that is, is it's the symbol for the three percenters movement, which are basically gun nut, pro coup, very Trumpy. You're, um, we go out and play military in the woods, like gravy seals, <laughs> gravy seals, <laughs> meal team six. Yeah. Guys. Um, you know, those what's guys. funny is on their website, on the three percenters website, they, they state right out the gate that they're not a militia. Yeah. But they are, but all but those people are into it. They're totally a militia. Yeah. That's exactly what they are. <laughs> so if you're not familiar, the three percenters is a group. They kind of believe I've heard multiple different interpretations of the three percent myth one is that three percent of americans fought in the revolutionary war and defeated england and so they want to say like we're as good as that three percent of americans and the other version of it that i've seen online is that three percent of bad guys with a gun get stopped by a good guy with a gun so that they're they're considered they they think they're that three percent the kind of people who would be would stop a bad guy with a gun and be the good guy with a gun that did it Sure. They're both very pro-gun. They're both very like, we're the best, the core. Mm. It's kind of, it's kind of stupid, but that's, I've seen the symbol everywhere. I saw a guy working at uh, Home Depot with uh, it tattooed on his hand, like a big tattoo on his hand of the the Roman numeral three. And so I decided to look that up. And as it turns out, there's been a few, there's been an elected official who has it. And there's been some controversy there was an NFL player who got in a bunch of controversy over having that tattoo. There were some police officers in New Jersey that had it on their uniforms. Uh-huh, and they got in trouble. So it is a thing. Because uh, a lot of the members of the the three percenters are former cops mm-hmm. and former um, military. That seems so weird to me that you're like, yes, I'm special. I'm part of the special percent of Americans that that can kill people and that makes me awesome they are anti-government uh-huh they're anti-federal government especially uh-huh. they believe that the sheriff of a county is the final say in the law of the land <laughs> that's ridiculous <laughs> they're extremely right-wing naturally they all mm-hmm. love trump um many also subscribe to various QAnon conspiracies yes they do and- this is the Q people. Yeah, and in fact, there were three percent, three percenter uh, symbols at the January sixth 
Oh yes, riot. Uh, the January sixth riot. It was pretty prevalent. That's so I know these symbols and I see them. And this guy drops his truck off with that symbol on his truck, and we put the rest of the stuff on there. So he's going to now work and drive around with the, his work vehicle. With his work vehicle, with this three percent thing on the back. Company logo. And the reason they can get away with it is because people don't know. Yeah, I think most people don't know what it means, and then yeah. and then those that do are in it. <laughs> yeah. Or they're like you. <laughs> yeah, so a big part of what we do on the show is try to uh, unveil those symbols and say, like, these are what these symbols mean, and they're out there. Yeah, and there's a lot of them, and they're not all, they're not always blatant as to, you yeah. know? I mean, if you see a gigantic Q sticker on the back of somebody's window, you can pretty well... You can kind of figure that one out suss now. Suss out that that's a Q in honor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's one that looks like a Spartan helmet that you may see around. I was showing it to you earlier today. It's yeah. like a it looks like a Spartan helmet, like maybe it would be from a football team or something, but it's not. It's it's actually a like oath keepers sort of militia gravy seals. I love that name, Gravy Seals. Oh, yeah, it's the best name ever. That's making fun of the fact that a lot of these guys are... Very large. Overweight. And and don't look paramilitary (laughs) at all. Yeah, they don't look fit enough to protect anyone. Yeah, that guy that I saw with the tattoo on his hand was incredibly large, and I don't imagine he would be very equipped to defend much of anything. Yeah, it's really bizarre. It's really bizarre. So so that was what spawned this. This was like, you know, the symbols and the Q stuff has evolved a little bit since since we last covered it six months ago. So we thought, what what better time than this week? What better? There was a symbol from Q himself that said this was the week to talk about him. So here we are. And that's what we're discussing. Well, one of the things that the QAnoners and other right-wing nut jobs are currently doing is clogging up the traffic in D.C. Yeah, with, with their, their giant trucks. Yeah, with their big-ass trucks. And, can- well, it was Canada, and now it's here. Well, yes. So, <laughs> so you see, what happened was late January, early February, a large group of truckers and other protesters converged on the capital city of Ottawa, Canada. Mm -hmm. They called themselves the Freedom Convoy. Freedom Convoy. And they spent about a month blocking the city streets and border crossings near Ottawa in protest of Canada's COVID-19 mandates. I don't understand that at all. It's weird because it's Canada and I usually think of like calm... Yeah, and Peaceful. I also don't understand how blocking people from coming in has anything to do with the with the COVID measures. Like, how <laughs> how does that stop the government from doing COVID measures? Like, you're just not letting people in. They wanted to basically be so disruptive that the government would overturn their own mandates. Yeah, but essentially they made their own lockdown. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. <laughs> Which is yeah. kind of contrary to yeah. what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. Uh-huh. Their efforts to disrupt traffic and the flow of commerce Mm -hmm. while demanding the government back off their freedoms caught the attention of a lot of right-wing conservative (laughs) Americans, including Trump himself, who sang the praises of the protesters Uh over on his little truth social app oh my god which yeah. by the way guys if you didn't know trump <laughs> trump <laughs> has his own social media app. yes he does i haven't been able to download it myself yet it's only for iphones at for the now yeah. i think i think they're gonna put it out for you i don't know anyway as soon as i can see it i'm gonna go look at mm-hmm. it don't worry so he's all like these people are great Despite being a Canadian protest, of the 92,000 donations made to the Freedom Convoy, 56% of them came from the United States. Oh, yeah. 
people were sharing it. I did see people sharing it on Facebook mm-hmm. of like, these are true heroes. <laughs> and another thing, observation that I made during the protests in Canada, I saw people carrying Confederate flags. Yes, in Canada. In Canada. What does what in God's name does a Confederate flag do in Canada? I have no idea. That's amazing. It was bizarre. Not to be outdone, Mm -hmm. a group of American truckers and their supporters decided to hold a similar protest here in the U.S. And in late February, they began to gather in Southern California for what would be a cross-country trek to Washington, D.C. They called themselves the People's Convoy. The People's Convoy. I like that. It's kind of like the the rock. Yeah, kind of. He had the people's elbow and the people's eyebrow. They should have got the rock to lead it. It made me think of Jim Jones. Oh, like the People's Temple. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a, a much darker path. And they were made up of a few thousand truckers, some RV enthusiasts, <laughs> and MAGA-loving pickup truck drivers. Okay. Like the one that you put the what if you have? A, what on. if you really love Trump, but you have a smart car? They're like, nah, we're not letting you they're in. They're not going to let some Prius cruise Yeah, somebody in a Tesla is not allowed, <laughs> like, even, if you're a, even if you're a huge Trumper. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> like you're go, you're gung ho Trump, but you're like, but I do care about the environment. Uh huh. So I'm rocking a Tesla. <laughs> like that's so weird. Uh huh. That's so weird. Their vehicles sported an assortment of patriotic decor. Oh yeah, including American flags, mm-hmm. Trump flags, mm-hmm. banners with phrases like. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Or FJB. Uh-huh. As well as a variety of conspiracy theory rhetoric like lock up Fauci and yeah. the virus is a hoax. I've seen one that says Joe and the Ho gotta go. Things like that. Yeah. yeah. All over these these trucks and RVs. Which is very sexist and racist a little bit too. Um, it's incre it's both. Yeah. Yes. It says both at the same time. Yes. Mm-hmm. But they do rhyme, Joe and Ho. I mean, they do. I mean, I guess they got that good for them. Yeah, they made a rhyme. It does rhyme. Ooh. I can't take that from them. They spent about a week and a half to two weeks crossing the country, stopping in various places along the way to rally and to be praised as heroes <laughs> by other Trumpanzee MAGA loving freaks. Mm-hmm. They wound up raising around two million dollars in donations along the way. Sure, it's nuts. They also had a few breakdowns and yeah trucks had to be repaired i mean it took a little while did they deliver stuff while they were on the trail like <laughs> yeah some of them did yeah, I you read, might as well i read some interviews with some of the truckers and they they didn't all start in california but a lot of them were delivering loads to air loads to areas uh-huh. along the route yeah i mean well, I, <laughs> and then just hopped on that's it's a weird thing to protest by doing <laughs> what you already do anyway which is driving trucks around it's weird yeah so they finally, I'm going to protest by making a podcast. Yeah, so they finally arrived in the D.C. area in early March. Mm-hmm. Although the stated reason for their trip to D.C. was to protest COVID mandates, uh-huh. by the time they arrived, pretty much all mandates had been removed. Yeah, so they didn't have anything to protest anymore. It was kind of stupid. The Supreme Court had already overturned Biden's vaccine mandate, mm-hmm. and most cities had lifted mask mandates or like their vaccine passport yeah. requirements. But they were still mad. So. But they were still mad. <laughs> so they were like, well, we got to do something, I guess. In addition to lacking a unified voice, there was also a lack of clarity on what they were supposed to do. Once they got there? Once they got to D.C. Yeah. 
Organizers instructed convoy members to avoid going into downtown and instead had them drive north to a racetrack in Hagerstown, Maryland. Mm. Needless to say, there was a lot of confusion, and given that these people are already prone to conspiracy theory thinking, many of the convoy members began questioning the motives of the organizers. Maybe they brought us here to execute us. Like, what are they really doing? Yeah, well, it's a good question. What are we doing? (laughs) It's a valid question. Uh Uh-huh. Some left and went back to work. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) They were like, what the hell? This is pointless. (laughs) And others chose to stay. Since then, the remaining members have been circling the beltway surrounding D.C., causing added congestion and Mm -hmm. traffic delays while returning at night to the racetrack in Maryland. Man, this is costing a lot of money. You're just burning gas, which is high right now. No shit. No shit. During their loops around the Beltway, they've had photo ops with representatives such as Ted Cruz and Matt Gates, uh-huh. the liar and the diddler. Uh-huh. <laughs> but for some of them, circling the Beltway wasn't what they signed up for. Right. And beginning just a couple of days ago, small groups started venturing into the city, driving around the city streets, honking their horns, revving their engines, waving their MAGA flags, and being general nuisances to yeah, the people living and working in the city. What are they trying to cause? Like That's the thing. At this point, their initial goal doesn't really stand anymore. Yeah, so they're just pissed. So they've kind of... There's now branches of different ideologies i guess within Mm -hmm. the convoy so you've got the ones that are just like you know the racists and you've got the ones that are we got to overthrow the government and we start by murdering pelosi or whatever (laughs) yeah i guess (laughs) so (laughs) there's like factions yeah they can't take my guns they uh my freedoms whatever though they're the same people who get mad when riots happen uh for black lives matter that they they hated that but then they'll go and do something like this. There's actually um, a group, a, a group, a segment of the convoy that has said that they're going to remove the paint from the Black Lives Matters stretch of of 16th Avenue. Oh, that's why they're there. That's what they, that's what they say they're going to do. That oh, group. Okay. Well, you know, at least they have a goal. I guess. <laughs> I guess good to have a goal. Yeah, it's good to have goals. I don't know. So that's what they're still doing uh-huh. currently. They're harassing the DC locals. They're so stupid. Who, by the way, are dishing it right back to them. Mm-hmm. There are countless videos online of the locals cussing them out, mm-hmm. flipping them off, and telling them to go home. Mm-hmm. Like, you suck. Go home. What are home. you doing here? Yeah, fuck off. Just basically. disrupting things and being annoying. Basically, yes. Naturally, there are security concerns of another January 6th-style riot happening. But so far, that hasn't manifested. And if anything, the energy and the numbers of convoy members is dwindling. Yeah, of course it is. Now, that's not to say that there couldn't potentially be some rogue... Yeah, some guy driving in through his truck through some barriers or some crazy. Yeah, but I think at this point, the odds of like a, a mass staged attempted coup is pretty slim yeah i don't think that's gonna happen yeah i think they're just nuts they're basically just circling around dc bitching some of them are making money that's what i read on npr about like some of the people in the convoy are traveling around selling merchandise 
that's like Trump and Q related. And so some of them, it's just a racket to make money, which. Yeah. Yeah. Know. There's all those folks there. They are also with the convoy and staying at the racetracks. Mm-hmm. There's even a lady there selling Bibles. Yeah. It's, like T-shirts, I, I, hats, flags. I have to think that some of the people are there for the financial gain. And once that runs dry, they're going to they're going to leave. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And then others of them are there just because they're still mad because their yeah. beloved tangerine tyrant didn't win. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> and they can't seem to move on. Yeah. Well, uh, there's some different takes on that also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll get into that in a minute. Well, it's interesting that, that that trucker convoy, you know, started around, you said January, February is when it started to make its way over here from Canada. Yeah, like late late February yeah. was when the, the U.S., the People's Convoy The People's started. Convoy started, mm-hmm. right. And around that same time, there was a, uh, a been a conspiracy theory that's uh, been making its rounds on the internet. And um, there's an article I read from The Guardian called How Ukrainian Bioweapons Lab Myth Went from QAnon Fringe to Fox News. That I think is pretty interesting because this conspiracy theory that started around that same time and with that same group of people, the truckers, starts going around online that right after Russia started to bomb Ukraine, the there was a Twitter account of a longtime QAnon person that was called War Clandestine on Twitter. He's a very famous Q person. And he put out a tweet basically saying that there are like 30 bio labs in Ukraine that the United States has a part in. This is the tweet, uh, word for word, what he said. China and Russia indirectly and correctly blame the U.S. for the COVID-19 outbreak and are fearful that the U.S. allies have more viruses and bioweapons to let out. Then he basically tried to explain that... That, that that there were viruses in these bio labs that the United States was engineering with Dr. Fauci in Ukraine and that Russia <laughs> was bombing those things to save us and the rest of the world from a sequel to coronavirus. My goodness, that's so stupid. That's where these QAnon people have went to now, especially starting with this guy. And what's really interesting is that Moscow for years has been sort of making this this false flag claim that there were bioweapons that the United States was helping them make. And the theory is that he's using that as a way to justify, he plans on using chemical or biological weapons Mm -hmm. in Ukraine. And so he has to set a precedent for why he would do that. And a a possible victim to say, he didn't do it, they did. That's what I was thinking. Like, he could just say, well... We we didn't release the bioweapons. They did. We told we, you. We bombed and they leaked uh-huh. out of the labs. Exactly. So that's sort of like where this whole thing is going. And so this is, sounds like a crazy theory. I mean, COVID-2 and, and biolabs, and you would think this and is Dr. just- Dr. Fauci and, hanging yeah. out in the Ukraine in some underground uh-huh. laboratory. You would think, Come on. You would think that is just absolutely bananas and wouldn't go anywhere. But that's what this article is tracing. It did go somewhere. So yeah. within 24 hours of the invasion, InfoWars had the headline, Russian strikes targeting US-run biolabs in Ukraine? Question mark. To protect their journalistic right, integrity. Like, we, we can't make an, a, a statement mm-hmm. here, but let's add a question mark. So you you start with this to imply. You start with this crazy Q nut tweeting, and then you it gets to InfoWars putting the hypothetical question. And what's really interesting is the very core of the story is actually true in the sense that the Department of Defense funds biological research and labs in Ukraine and elsewhere in Europe. In order to surveil emerging infectious diseases and to keep secure facilities that house Soviet bioweapons still secure. So we know they had 
during the Soviet times, bio, bio labs, and we decommissioned those. And the United States has been openly and transparently working with European countries to keep those bio labs secure and to use them as sites to maintain and monitor the bio sphere of what's going on in, in, in any given place. They're legitimate laboratories and many, many different um, international organizations, nonprofit and nonproliferation organizations have examined these labs and been like, yeah, the they're doing exactly what they say they're doing. It's just facilities they can use for, for science. Um, but that's not where these people are taking. They're taking that little core of truth and turning it into they're developing COVID too, which is really interesting because there's always like a little kernel of truth in everything. You know what I mean? Well, it just it seems stupid to me because if there's any country that we know for sure has and uses biological weapons it's russia it's russia mm-hmm. like we know they do yeah we've seen it happen before with assad here's the thing though it went from info wars then there then it starts trickling its way through and then the next thing you know there's a guy on fox news you may have heard of this guy named tucker carlson oh yeah that guy yeah so <laughs> tucker carlson goes on his show and starts kind of making claims around this biolabs thing right and he's twisting people's words and he's saying like but he's doing the Tucker Carlson thing of just asking questions. Has Russia ever screwed us over? Has Putin ever got me fired from a job for not being woke enough? Uh, do, do, does you know? Uh, does Putin come and teach my kids racism in school? Yeah, he was questioning why we should just blanketly like dislike Putin. Yeah, and he was also questioning whether or not these labs are really a thing. And then Tulsi Gabbard, the representative, she said. We haven't seen Dr. Fauci in a while. Isn't it weird that we haven't seen Fauci in five weeks and that these biolabs things come up? Maybe there's a connection. And Tucker grabbed a hold of that and was like, yeah, we haven't seen Dr. Fauci. He must be in charge of the biolabs. Which is stupid because I saw that same claim mm-hmm. of like, where's Fauci? Uh-huh. He literally just did an interview the day I know. before with CNN. Yeah, but they don't watch CNN. But my point is he's not... He's not scheming in some underground lab somewhere. They think that he is. He was on the news. Yeah, they 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 don't watch that news, so they think he wasn't on <laughs> it. That's so the whole thing. Stupid. It's all very self-reinforcing. But what I'm saying is you now have Tucker Carlson, who reaches millions of people, putting forward this crazy, essentially QAnon claim that Russia is saving the world from COVID-2. Or some other so that's where virus the, yeah. or biological warfare that's, weapon. Yeah, and so like it has made the bridge from this one internet troll all the way up to Tucker. And you have some more Fox News hosts who are kind of backing it. You're getting a lot of, at least from what I can read and see, there's been a lot of right-wing people who are starting to side with Putin in Russia. Yeah, it's it's cropping up online of people posing what they seem to think are their own questions, but they're really just the questions that Tucker was asking during his segment. Yeah, that are all just Russian propaganda. Propaganda, and they are basically using that to say that maybe it's not so bad that Russia is attacking the Ukraine. Right, which is absolutely insane. Complete insanity. And it's nuts to think that, like, a backwoods QAnon theory has made its way all the way to mainstream media. And one that's that crazy. That's so nuts. Uh Uh-huh. And like you said, millions of viewers, Fox News viewers, are consuming it. Mm -hmm. And now their little brains are getting transformed into believing that. And they like Putin. So following that path, I did something that I really didn't want to do again. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> but oh no, for you guys, I did it because I love you and I love our listeners mm-hmm. and I love whoever listens to the Carolina Snowflakes podcast. And my love for you made me do something I thought I would never do again and get back on 4chan and see what those fucking guys were saying. You went about to 4chan? Yeah, I went back to 4chan and I went and Ugh. I did some reading about what they're saying about all this. And oh God, it hurts so bad to watch. I've if if I've sound pain this entire episode, it's because I just finished looking at 4chan a little bit more before we started recording. And it hurts my soul every time. <laughs> like it just hurts. It just makes you feel terrible. Yeah, it's gross. It's it's awful. It is so awful. And so I thought I can't say most of it is shit I can't say on the radio or wouldn't want to put on the radio show. So I was just going to give you an idea of the feelings that you get from there. First of all, they are very, very pro-Russia. They're unabashedly pro-Russia on 4chan. They're just like, you're a stupid cuck douchebag if you like Ukraine. And 4chan's also home to a lot of supporters of the convoy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They love the convoy Mm -hmm. and they and they love. Putin and they say you're just a stupid beta bitch or whatever if you like Ukraine in any way and they post a lot of memes about it and there's a lot of people with accounts that are like saying they're reporting from the war and it all looks very official saying like at 9am this happened or whatever but it's all bullshit it's all just made up shit which is really funny so they're like make believing the war on 4chan and getting the results they like which is really interesting because They're creating their own storyline. Mhm. It's very like nerdy and very like almost like fan fiction. Yeah, it is. It's like fan fiction with what's going on in the war and you can read a lot of it and it gets it gets deep, but then there's like there's so much racism. There's so much like like a, a theory that uh, was big on there that uh, that I saw was that Donald Trump lost the election and he knew they were stealing it from him and a little while into it he realized that he didn't actually want it because he wanted Russia to do this while he wasn't president so that like somehow the Jews could all destroy each other and he wouldn't get blamed and then he can come back and rule over now that there's no more Jews. Weird. Yeah, that's sort of the strat that's sort of like a thing, a theme that they're all sort of following is like this explains why Donald Trump let them steal the election because oh, okay. Russia mm-hmm. will now destroy the evil Jews, which is hilarious because the, the the Russian propaganda is that the Ukrainians are Nazis. Right. What what Putin and his people are telling the Russian people mm-hmm. is that they're fighting Nazis in yes. Ukraine. But if you look at on 4chan, they think that that is because th- he's trying to convince the stupid lefties that he's going to fight Nazis. And they're so dumb, they'll just believe it. Because Nazis, because lefties are so easy to trick. If you just say they're Nazis, you can trick them. Mm. And so it's like Putin's genius to call them Nazis when, in fact, they're the ones who are Nazis. And they think that's just the smartest thing ever. Like, we used your hatred of Nazis to trick you and actually help Nazis. And also, they think that Donald Trump is a genius. Yes. For going ahead and planning to lose the election. Well, no, what they think is that he didn't want to lose the election and that that when they tried to steal it from him, he started to fight back. And then the reason his fighting back didn't work is because after after he realized what Putin was going to do, he was like, wait a minute, if I back off, this whole thing can happen Mm. And it won't get blamed on me. Mm-hmm. So, like, their theory is that, like, that's why he stopped fighting to get... Because he essentially can't win. And so their excuse is that he stopped trying. Well, as I recall, 
he did everything except stop trying. Well, that's that. I mean, that's... remember he had recounts. Oh yeah, he went to the courts. He tried to take it to the Supreme Court. Yeah, he wanted. He called. I forget the 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 Georgia guy's name, but he called him all sorts of Brian Kemp. Yeah, Kemp. He like talked shit to him mm-hmm. when he refused to have the Georgia recount. Um, yeah. Arizona, yeah, they, Pennsylvania. They, they think that like that was when he was fighting back and that since then he realized that things were that Russia was going to do what's going to do. I'm not saying it's logical. I'm saying yeah, it makes no sense because since then that was months after yeah. even the inauguration. They're crazy. Like w- no. This is what they think. I'm just telling you this <laughs> is what so they think. Stupid. And when you're reading it it's hard to read because they're so stupid. But it's yeah, it's a lot of fake bullshit. It's a lot of like, well, I'm here at the war and Russia's really dominating and the, the the press is lying to you and there's a lot of like pictures of Zelensky and being like this is photoshopped and he's really in Poland hiding he's really scared and you know a lot of anti-semitism towards Zelensky in general so that's the vibe you get on uh, 4chan they're just not even they're just unabashedly pro-Russia uh-huh. and usually from what I could tell historically where 4chan's at is where all the Republicans are or are going and they could pretty much be secretly, or they try to be secret about it, but it's obvious that this is where they're going. So I figure this whole Q thing, this whole episode, this is telling you where the Republicans are going. This is the route they're taking. They are essentially pro-Russia, and that's the stance they're going to have. And so it, it's good to know, because I, if you live amongst Republicans, mm-hmm. which unfortunately I know some of you do, and we do ourselves. Oh, yeah. I live in a, a bunch of them. Um, <laughs> It's good to know where their minds are mm-hmm. so that you don't make assumptions <laughs> um, or get yourself shot somehow. Yeah. So I did the thing I didn't want to do and I went on there and saw what they're saying. And that's the epitome of it. That's as good as I can give you because I'm not reading the kind of horse shit they post. It's awful. Well, I appreciate you braving the yeah. um, crusty depths uh-huh. of 4chan. It was awful. For the show. It hurts. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, it hurts. I'll do it again if I have to, but I don't like it. <laughs> well, in that vein, I would like to go out on a quote from Jimmy Kimmel, who's somebody I don't often quote, but Jimmy Kimmel did say, I would like to go back to the world of Red Dawn and Rocky Four because that was a much better time because these people are on the other side. They are the kind of people who would watch Rocky Four and root for Dolph Lundgren. I don't know what is wrong with you. If you haven't seen Rocky Four, you should watch that now immediately. Or Red Dawn. It's the same folks that watched Red Dawn when it came out. Exactly. And I don't understand how they're on Russia's side right now, but it's the Q nuts. These are the Q people. They're crazy. Um, That's the power and the influence of QAnon. Of QAnon and of Russian propaganda and then mixing it together. And in fact, they on Russian state television have been showing clips of Tucker Carlson. Tucker They've Carlson playing him on repeat. has been repeatedly played on Russian television. So that should tell you something. And I would say Reagan is spinning in his grave. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, you know, they, they really love JFK for some reason. But JFK hated Russia. If you get, remember, there was a whole Cold War going on. <laughs> yeah. So these people are absolutely insane. Well, they love JFK because they, they believe he's coming back. They or believe something. he's coming back. But yeah, but they don't understand. He hated Russia. They did not get along. So it's very confusing and weird. The Bay of... Uh, anyway, this is all besides the point. <laughs> the point is that we have been following these nuts for a long time. And this is sort of probably the third or fourth time we've had to bring up these people. And they're still causing problems. But if you want to hear an archive of where we've been complaining about these people for a while and we've been yelling about them, you can find that on our website. 
carolinasnowflakes.com. Or you can get on uh, Meta or Facebook or whatever the hell you want to call it, and we could talk Russian or something. I don't know. Facebook.com forward slash Carolina Snowflakes. And if you want to send me an email explaining how great Putin is for some reason, uh, go ahead and do that. I'd love to have some content for our next episode. Carolina Snowflakes at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.